We have to look cool oh, for our video wearing our sunglasses. Welcome. The podcast about the uncomfortable. All the uncomfortable. All the fun, weird, horrible shit that the world has to offer. Yep. One convenient car. (laughs) I'm Angie. I'm Jenna. So we have a couple of housekeeping? Is that what the professionals call it? <laughs> I don't really know what to call it. Just we have call a couple it of notes. We we fucked up. I don't know. We we may have fucked up unintentionally. So Or we'll just call it we have anxiety about fucking up. Yes. So our last episode was called Hot for Holes. So those of you who understand hashtags know that Hot for Holes is a hashtag. Referring to Paul Holes and all of his Glory. All of his gl- <laughs> Jenna's glory holes. Um, Paul Holes, who contributed to the capture of the Golden State Killer. Um, yes, that is what this this hashtag is referring to. We realized afterward that we're talking about the very sensitive subject of rape. Um, so there is no there's no correlation there. We're just trying to be hip and with it and with the times and with the hashtag, so please don't read into that too much. <laughs> and rant. Unless no one else thought of that until we just said oh, it. And they're like, And we're oh, just creating our own disaster. You guys are actually the worst. Yeah. So, unintended apologies, yes. but also no regrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Um, sorry for the wind noise. Oh yeah, wind noise. So, as we've mentioned several times, we record in a car on our lunch in the parking lot. In the parking lot! So, we live in Canada, so before this, it's been in the negative, so we're usually bundled with blanket with windows closed and ice forming on the inside. So, it's fine to have the windows up, but now it's hot, like the devil's paradise, and the windows are down. Yeah. So, thank you to Thomas, our producer, who is doing massive edits for us to make sure that the wind noise isn't as aggressive as And the birds and the trucks was. and the bees and the Oh house. god, yeah. If you heard planes and <laughs> <laughs> name a thing that happens around you and he's probably edited it out as well as he can. So yeah. thank you, Thomas. And you know, apologies to you guys who are like, Well, I can hear the wind. Ah. So you know what? Deal with it. Because if it's we were charm. recording this in our office in a meeting room, we would be fired so fast. Yeah, those so. walls are paper, paper thin. <laughs> yeah. So that is why we do it in a car. Um, also, we hate people. Also, it gets us out of the office. Yeah. And I mean, with a nice day like today, we're going to get a suntan on one arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was it. I have three pages of tiny font to go through. So <laughs> Hooray! Because <laughs> I feel like the last couple of times, I mean, we, we are filling the gap but my content has only gone for like half an hour instead of an hour so now i'm trying to push it okay so <laughs> you're welcome this is also 
Sitting Crooked, the awkward karaoke podcast. Uh, uh, if the Hot for Holes thing gets us fired from the internet. Yep. Okay. Anyway, guesses? No, you said that you told me, but I don't think you did. I told everyone. At least I thought it. Maybe we edited that out. I don't know. Okay, so we're doing radiation sickness today. Oh, you definitely did not tell me. I thought I did. That's exciting. Yeah, so. Ninja Turtles. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not going to go into atoms and particles and all of the things that I don't understand because I don't think people care. And the ones that do are already in that profession. The ones that do can reach out to me and give me a freaking layman's lesson in what subatomic particle things radiation stuff does. Yeah. Which sounded really, really smart. The extent of my knowledge is pretty much the Fallout games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. Because this is what I'm going to go into in our natural style is all the gross, horrible shit that happens to you after you're exposed to these things. Um, and I will reference them very, very, in a digestible kind of way. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so radiation sickness, there are two types of radiation. Uh, non-ionizing, which is your microwaves, light, radio waves, radar, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. The safe kind of radiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ionizing, which are your x-rays, your gamma rays, your particle bombardment. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Said I wasn't going to do it, and I did it. Um, and use in chemical and medical testing, so things like chemotherapy. Okay. Okay. Um, ionizing radiation causes tissue damage uh, when a human is exposed. Uh, it kills white blood cells, which immediately attacks your immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, symptoms can range in severity depending on what was exposed, how much radiation you were exposed to, and for how long. So it's hard to tell what kind of sim- what kinds of symptoms you'll experience. However, common- it's commonly known that if you vomit within hours of exposure, you're fucked. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're exposed to ionizing radiation bad enough, you will very likely die a slow and painful death. Oh, great. So let me tell you what happens. Okay. Before that, we get to fun and deal with all the fun. Okay, so the first and probably most obvious is massive internal bleeding. Um, so radiation targets cells that generate quickly, uh, or regenerate quickly, I should say. Uh, so your stomach lining, your skin, things like that. Um, it's usually the first to deteriorate. So you start, your organs will start bleeding, you'll start shitting blood, you'll start puking blood. Mm. You'll start getting blood spots all over you, like... Bad shit happens very quickly. Um, the other thing is what they call a 3D sunburn. Oh, God. Doesn't that sound fun? So what do you think it is first? A 3D sunburn. Yep. It's like a sunburn, but from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so this is what medical professionals call uh, internal radiation burns. Uh you can actually get this from a high-intensity microwave. Not yeah. as severe as something like a gamma ray, but yeah. um, it just made me think of the 70s when they're like, pregnant women shouldn't stand in front of microwaves because yeah. they're going to blow up your baby or something. <laughs> um, so I think if your microwave is like post-1970, eh, let's be safe, 1980, it should be okay. Okay. <laughs> um, 
so chemo, I, I didn't know this, um, but apparently chemo can cause this as well. Again, not as severe, um, but it does affect 95% of chemo patients. Wow. Uh, in some way. So whether they get a rash or, you know, something on the inside. Mm. Yeah, not great. <clears throat> so it depends on how, sorry, depending on how deep the damage is. So the whole thing with radiation poisoning is how deeply it seeps into your cells. Okay. So that's kind of what I meant by um, how much radiation and how long you're exposed. So like if you have something on your skin for a second, probably not as bad as having direct exposure, having it on your skin for hours. Mm. Depending on how deep the damage is, it can result in amputation. Ooh. Yeah. Um, if you live that long. Does it? Okay. So sorry. No, it's okay. Let's say you, I don't know, it's like targeted exposure, like you microwave your arm, but only your arm. If your arm stays attached, will it like spread? I would think so. It depends on if it gets into your bone marrow and into your bloodstream, right? Because that's, there's no way to stop it at that point. It's not just like, I think, again, it depends on what part is being exposed and for how long and what it is you're being exposed to. So there are some stories of, and I'll get into one of them later. There's some stories of guys who have like actually touched some kind of like radioactive material mm. and their hands like swole up. Oh. But the rest of their body did. Or uh-huh. as it did, it it wasn't as severe. Mm. So yes and no. I okay. think it really depends. Yeah. Um the other thing that happens is massive fluid loss. Oh. So there's a guy named Hiroshi Uchi. Whenever I if I say his name in a very white kind of way it looks like ouchie (laughs) which is horribly ironic and terrible hiroshi worked at a uranium facility uh he was exposed to neutron beams he lived for 83 days in absolute agony um so his mucous membranes can't say that word membrane Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain! (laughs) (laughs) Karaoke podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, mucous membranes, gone. He was kept alive by machines. Uh, 20 liters of fluid were lost daily. Daily. Holy crap. Yeah, I I can't remember what the actual amount... I can't even imagine anyone having having that much fluid to begin with. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, isn't the human body 60... 60 liters of water, something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. I could be making that up. I've only ever heard, like, oh, your body's 80% water or whatever, but I had no clue how much it actually was. Let's say it's 60. You're okay. losing a third of your body fluid every day. Wow. It could be less than that. It could be more. Um, so his skin almost completely fell off. Ugh. It started detaching from the muscle. Uh, and what was left was uh, black and blistered. And the pictures... There are pictures, and if you look at them, it is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. If you've ever seen the horror movie Martyrs, it's exactly like that. It's just... It's the stuff of nightmares. It really is. Like, There's a lot of shit that we look at on the internet, and we're like, nah. I can look at crime scene photos and be like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to put that in this little compartment here. Crime scene photos are almost cleaner somehow, because it's like chopped or shot or you know what i mean it's not like (laughs) yeah boiled by radiation yeah it i mean i'm not saying they're not gross but it's just a different kind of i know what you're saying it's like medical versus like 
Like he's still alive when the pictures were taken. So I think that oh. that adds to like yeah, that's part bad. of the agony. Um, so his, I believe it was his sister, um, offered skin graft or uh, stem cells. Mm. Um, he had multiple skin grafts, um, and he eventually died of multiple organ failure. Wow. Yeah. Um, this was, sorry, this was the guy who worked in the uranium plant? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I should have written down how he was exposed, but he was exposed, um, and it ended up, it ended up killing him. But again, he was alive for 83 days and they knew pretty well right away once the skin started fucking falling off, um, that he was a goner. Yeah. So why did they keep him alive so long, I was just going to ask that. (laughs) Um, so... What I've read is purely speculation. Um, they wanted to study the effects of radiation poisoning to mm. see how they could... I mean, they wanted to keep him alive, mm-hmm. is my understanding. But when they knew that he wasn't going to live, they also wanted to see like how they could treat radiation poisoning, if they could treat it. Mm-hmm. So he kind of became a guinea pig. I don't know if he was Consented aware enough or, to consent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think because he was in that profession, he might have. I, mm. I don't know. I don't know what kind of agony we're dealing with here, but it sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, no Skin kidding. falling off doesn't sound like anything that I'd ever, <laughs> ever want to deal with. Brazen bull. Brazen bull, yeah. Exactly <laughs> it. Minus the fire. Eternal fire. Fire jewels. Fire bone jewels. Uh, you'll also get the shakes. Uh, so violent, in fact, uh, that... The victim often needs to be restrained. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again, depends on what you're exposed to, how much, how long, those things. But, yeah, not great. Um, apparently, your, um, let's call them leavings, can be radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that makes me so happy. Uh, um, in one case, a man named Cecil Kelly... Um, while he was in the hospital, his shit and vomit were radioactive. Wow. And they had to be treated as such. Yeah. In disposal. Which is funny, because it's wow. like, how long does it take for you to realize that? Because if they go to the washroom, <laughs> I mean, I guess he had a bedpan. Let's just say he had a bedpan. It just burned like through it... the <laughs> <laughs> And then through the floor to the next patient. The maternity ward's below. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Horrible. Terrible people we are. Teenage Mutant Ninja Babies. <laughs> That's not the song that I grew up with. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my next uh, heading is bone marrow soup. Oh, um, God. So normal bone marrow is bloody. Um, depending, again, depending on radiation severity and exposure, it can turn into a watery substance yeah which is i don't i don't know i feel like at that point your bones just turn to jelly i know that's not how it works but oh like in harry potter his arm next uh your blood becomes acidic like orange juice in a process called acidosis Uh, but acidosis actually happens without radiation um it's caused by kidney or liver damage um and gets worse after exposure. Um, uh, sorry, after exposure and after you've been exposed and you start having horrible waves of diarrhea, mm-hmm. it comes as a result of that. 
I guess because you're, there's not enough fluid in your body to balance everything out. Oh, okay, I see. Um, so yeah, uh, you're exposed, get massive diarrhea, uh, acidosis. Your blood literally boils inside your body. <laughs> oh my god. And all I can think of is, <laughs> is Hell's Kitchen. And I'm like, mmm, a blood orange reduction. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Take that, Ramsey. Show you. Um, so acidosis uh, can also lead to shock or death, uh, but it can be as mild, as mild, quote unquote, as rapid breathing, confusion, and lethargy. Wow. Yeah. Um, swelling. Now, I mentioned there was a guy who's, whose hands swole up. So that's happened a couple of times. If if it's been direct exposure. So there was uh, one guy and his name's Robert Peabody. And apparently he was the first person to be exposed to radiation. I don't know if it's of this kind or in general. Um, he was exposed to more radiation than Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Oh my God. Yeah. How? In, in one hand. So if this is the story that I'm thinking of, he was using a screwdriver to keep certain things that are bad for you apart. <laughs> I'm only saying things that are bad for you because I do not understand, like, particles and, and that kind of thing. So anyway, oh, okay. he was keeping very volatile substances away from each other. Okay. Um, he slipped. His left hand was directly exposed, and it swole up so much that they had to saw off his wedding ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which I was like... That's not so bad when you're pregnant and you get all swolled up. Like, you kind of have to... Like, some people have had their wedding rings cut off. Yeah. Meh, meh, meh. Um, but then that was me being selfish. So, <laughs> uh, the ring was actually exposed to the equivalent of 70,000 x-rays. Yeah. All at once. All at once. Wow. Yeah. Um, and just for context, the radiation... There's actually... Well, there's radiation in almost... I don't want to say almost everything, but, like, you take a plane ride. Mm -hmm. Radiation from one x-ray is a trip from Toronto to Calgary. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, that's, like, Toronto to Calgary. <laughs> Four hours. Yeah, so that, 70,000 times. Wow. Yeah. Um, so his wife has actually given his ashes, but they she didn't believe they were his because they weren't radioactive. So I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, and that raised a question. I couldn't find anything on the internet. So if you guys can find anything, send it my way. Um, I couldn't find anything that like said yay or nay if you stay like your ashes stay radioactive. I don't think fire can stop it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. So she didn't believe they were his ashes, which I probably wouldn't either i probably wouldn't either and just thinking about like cremating a radioactive body that's that, that seems that's a zombie movie dangerous <laughs> they've, they've done that <laughs> um okay blood spots and other goodies <laughs> um so there's purple hypodermic spots that can occur everywhere on your face and body if mm -hmm. you're exposed to a certain type um these are pockets of blood under the skin's surface also radioactive. Um, I would just want to poke them. Yeah, I know. I'm just pop, 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 pop. Just blood spurts everywhere. Ugh, that is one dirty mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, your throat can swell shut. Um, your hair falls out, as you see with chemo. Mm -hmm. um, your gums bleed and your teeth can fall out. And that's um, 
that's about all of the um, nasty shit that can happen to you given very quickly. So then I started looking at a cure. <laughs> like, okay. Is there something <laughs> that can be done to reverse the effects of radiation poisoning? Um, Iodine pills. Not quite. Okay. <laughs> that just, apparently that just slows radiation. Oh, okay. Which I'm like, oh, thanks. Make it, make me suffer longer. So the only, <laughs> the only reason I knew that is because I went to elementary school in Pickering, which yeah. is right next to the nuclear power plant. Yeah. So, you know, we had our fire drills and we had our lockdown drills and we also had our nuclear power plant plant drills in case something happened yeah we all had to line up pretend to take that take the iodine pill our parents had to like sign a waiver saying that yes my child can have the pill if yep. something happens and then go on the bus and then drive around checks for a while yeah. and then go back to elementary school and that was our nuclear t- attack uh plan that's the plan that's the plan that's like okay so we had the same thing because we grew up not too far away from each other like 10 minutes so a couple cities over um completely unrelated to radiation poisoning. <laughs> um, but the plan, we had a bomb threat at my high school. <clears throat> and uh, the plan for them to keep us safe uh-huh. was to put the building on lockdown and keep us in the room. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a reason. But I was just like, wouldn't you want to leave the building? Wouldn't you want to get away yeah. from the explosion there were so many other little things that they did for lockdown like if there's like a shooter in the school or whatever they had part of the lockdown was like hey everyone huddle in the corner and stuff but your teacher had to slip either a green piece of paper or a red piece of paper under the door so that the principal or um you know when the like police officers or whatever come by they can see if there's a problem in the room or if you guys are okay like isn't that just telling the person like, the criminal, what rooms are occupied? Do they mean, like, a death? Like, we have a dead kid in this room here? I guess so. I don't know. Or just injury. God damn it. But still, I was like, if he's still there, think. just like, hey, we're in here. I don't know. Ugh. Again, I'm sure. I hope they would have more tact. I'm sure that. there's reasons, but. So is there a cure? Nah. Yes and no. <laughs> so, doctors like to use brute force, which to me... What? Just reading that, I was like, punch the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm Fuck thinking. you, cancer. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Something about Russell Crowe. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but it's a total body flush. So uh, laxatives, you know, strict diet of laxatives and therapeutic irrigation, which sounds as oh my bad God. as it is. Um, there's also a substance called Prussian Blue. Uh-huh. Which to me sounds like a Bob Ross paint color. <laughs> How about let's just put a little happy Prussian blue in your mouth there. <laughs> um, and what Prussian blue does is it bonds radioactive particles, um, which you then need to eliminate from your body via pee, poop, or sweat. Okay. Which also can re uh, re expose you yeah. to radiation. But I'll get into that later. Okay. Get into that later. Um, okay, so when you eventually die, slash very, very small if, um, you're buried in a lead coffin so as not to contaminate the earth around you. Oh. Um, and in one case in particular that I'm going to go into, um, you can... <laughs> 
you can cause riots in your local cemetery because they people do not want you buried. They do not want you in the ground when wow. you've been exposed and they know you've been exposed. <sighs> yeah. So I'm going to tell you a little story about the... Oh God, I really should have looked up how to say this. Guyana incident? Does it? Guyana. It's not, it's not Ghana and it's not Guyana. It's Guyana. All right. It's in Brazil. Okay. I feel like I have to like defend myself against <laughs> you because you're silently judging my ability I am to not. say places. I couldn't say Burotronic acid or something last week. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell it was. Some kind of acid. <laughs> uh, okay, so 1987. Um, Lide Ferreira, six years old, um, was eating lunch with her parents and began puking. Six? Six. Okay. Uh, the next day, her parents started to feel sick uh, and developed strange burns on their arms and body. So they went to the doctor, and the doctor said, Ah, get the fuck out of here, it's food poisoning. Um, the grandmother came over to help, and she got sick too. But her sickness was lesions, burns, uh, and her hair started falling out. Um, neighbors speculated that they had AIDS. Keep in mind, this is 1987. Yeah, I was going to say, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so the little girl's mother discovered a bag of sparkling blue powder and brought it to the doctor, who dismissed her and sent her to the Tropical Illness Center. And those doctors decided that a physicist should be called to test the contents of the bag. So this is like sparkly blue powder like they've described it as something like not of this world like it must be meth that's exactly what i thought I'm like breaking bad this is just breaking bad in brazil <laughs> breaking brazil break brazil bad wait no we don't mean that ah <laughs> um so i'm gonna take you back to 1971 very quickly this okay is only a couple of years previous a couple of years quite a few years anyway there's a cancer treatment clinic um, and they had a radiation therapy machine. The practice closed 14 years later and was abandoned. They didn't tell anybody. They left all their shit there. And That's just, so creepy. Right? But they just took off. Um, so I called them two guys. <laughs> the Brazilian pickers. <laughs> um, so as the place was abandoned for years, um, two guys found this machine uh, and they say it looked like a telescope bred with a dentist chair. So whatever that looks like in whatever nightmare okay. <laughs> your mind can think of. Um, so yeah, the Brazilian pickers found the machine and they took it apart to sell it for scrap. Uh, the employees of these two guys, um, one of them happened to be the little girl's father. Mm. Should mention that before we get too far into it. Um, they smashed an inner canister and opened to reveal a third of an ounce of sparkling blue powder. Um, the guy thought, oh, hey, it looks nice. I'm going to make a ring for my wife. So it was <laughs> it was like a powder, but there was also like larger chunks of it. Okay. Um, like crystals so almost? Yeah, crystals. Some were like as small as sand, some were the size of peas, some were like big enough to put a big fat ring on your wife's finger. So, hey. Um, and... The guy thought, you know, oh, this is so, like, this magical, like, powder beyond this realm. I'm making stuff up now. Um, but they, they were fascinated by it, so the guy brought it home because he thought, okay, well, it's going to bring, it'll bring good luck, and it's, like, some kind of gift. Um, so the little girl thought, 
that it was supernatural and she loved the way it sparkled and she rubbed it all across her arms. You know when you're a little kid and you're like, ooh, sparkly. I'm the prettiest. I'm the prettiest princess in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, she rubbed it on her arms and the mother and family were eventually exposed because the, uh, the bag was there. The little bag of blue powder that the father brought home. Yeah. Uh, so the blue powder happened to be cesium chloride. Um, and this is where it's going to get complicated that to a point where I don't even understand it. So as it decays, um, it, it releases beta particles and gamma rays. And usually beta particles aren't an issue unless they're ingested. Mm. Gamma rays are far worse, as I mentioned before. Um because they can't be blocked by the skin. Beta rays can. Beta rays? Beta particles can. Uh, gamma rays can't. Um, and it and eventually fries your organs. Wow. So because she rubbed it on her skin. Oh. And it was a powder. She inhaled it. She was. She happened to rub it into her skin before she had lunch with her parents that day. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up ingesting the the cesium chloride and being exposed to radiation. So there were a lot of hands in this dust. Like her story is the worst because she was so young. Yeah. And she just didn't, I mean, like that could happen to any of us yeah. as a kid being silly and doing stuff. Um, so a total of 54 people were exposed um, in varying levels of severity. Uh, they were brought to the hospital in reverse contamination units because it, because radiation poisoning attacks your white blood cells, they didn't want anybody to bring an infection to them mm-hmm. versus them exposing other people. Yeah. Um, so they had to have daily skin decontamination sessions, which was done with a diluted acid and oh soap. Oh my god. Yep. Um, and whenever they would sweat, it would re-expose them to whatever radiation they had. Yeah. Yeah. So the people who actually were closest to it, so people who touched it were able to bring it home to their families. Mm-hmm. People who touched it directly, um, they suffered amputations, severe burns, and hemorrhaging in some cases. Wow. Um, little girl and her mother died oh. from the exposure. Um, they were buried in lead coffins lined with concrete, and people threw riots in the, the cemetery, um, and the exposure caused 30 years of after effects. They can trace it back Wow. to that, that time. So... It's not something that just goes away. It's not like yeah. a, an epidemic where you can, not that, not to make light of epidemics because Ebola was fucking scary, but like, you just, how do you contain something yeah. like that? Yikes. So, that's uh, radiation sickness. Holy in a, shit. Not so much in a nutshell. Holy radioactive shit. Yeah, man. So, uh, not something that I would do, but like I hinted at before, it's like torture only. Unintentional. <laughs> Unintentional. Oh, God. Unless you've like purposely exposed someone to radiation, in which case, fuck you. That'd be risky as hell. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's not pretty. And there's so many different types, for lack of a better yeah. word. Like there's so many different types and different exposures and different situations that it's it's pretty fucked up but any of those things is terrible yeah no 
I feel like I feel like my veins are crawling because when I was younger, um, I had to go. I forget what the test was called. It wasn't like an MRI. It was something else. I got injected with like radioactive dye. Okay. And then put in a machine. Oh. For scans yeah, for yeah, my yeah. back stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I would always joke with my mom and be like, I'm gonna turn into Spider Man because radioactive. Da 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 da. I'm like, oh, I was injected. Oh, God. Yeah, that's much worse than it's, an x-ray. It's in me. He lives in you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shit is bad for you. If it looks like it's not natural, it probably isn't. <laughs> Don't touch it. No touch. Tell your kids not to touch things. <laughs> no touching. No touching. No touching. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> oh, my God. Best lesson I could have ever taught my kid. I can tell by your emphasis that that one was from Arrested Development. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> um, excellent. So yeah, if uh, if I missed anything, then please let us know. Um, we beg you guys every week to reach out to us. We're going to start not caring <sighs> soon. Yeah. Not true. But yeah. <laughs> Email us with your questions or with more information oh and i wanted to before i forget we wanted to thank skylar yes for her endorsement oh that was another shit we fucked up i i don't know why i called her skylar park that's not her name oh no what's her, her name, name is skylar page skylar page skylar page so you are wonderful thank you for recruiting other people to our podcast for contributing your brain to our research we really appreciate it. We have a best friend out there, which is so nice. Yeah. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. So be like Skylar, you guys. Be Reach like out. Skylar and don't touch blue dust. <laughs> and yeah, so don't forget to subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And... iTunes. Google Play. Oh yeah, those things. Podbean. Podbean. And uh, oh yeah, since we're on the subject of shoutouts, um, just wanted to thank the Black Ball Bandits. Once again, for our lovely theme song, you guys are the best. Share us with your friends. Share them with your friends. Just a huge group. expose everybody. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha. Just not yourselves. <laughs> group exposure. That's right. Fifty-four people. Actually, we have more than fifty-four people following us now. Yay! Yay! That is exciting. <laughs> We're better than sesame chloride. Way better. Way better. We won't make your hair fall out and your gums bleed. Well, maybe we will. I don't know. <laughs> There's still time. Depends on how toxic we are. It's only week 12. That's right. 13. 14. This is 14. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs>